I'd like to start this with a quote from Renee Scroggins. The block parties were happening and stuff, and the DJs were playing Moody and UFO, and they didn't even know we made it. Because of the factory label, they thought ESG came from London. They play in it downstairs, and we live in upstairs. Come Away With ESG consists of previously released singles and newer material to make up ESG's first long player. By this time, Moody had been released as a single and also as a 12-inch remix. Both ended up doing well in the clubs. Due to the factory imprint, DJs in the US just assumed ESG were a London-based act. New York City nightclub The Paradise Garage listed the song in its top 50 all-time tracks, as did The Gallery, The Warehouse, The Music Box and The Roxy. It was a significant track within the emerging house music scene and has become an underground dance classic. Come Away With ESG is arguably ESG's best album. Both Kathleen Hanna and Jennifer Harima have cited it as an influence on their work, but you can probably hear shades of ESG and numerous other bands who've echoed their minimalist swagger. It's worth mentioning that as well as hip-hop and house, there was a two-way street of inspiration going on in punk circles too. ESG also came into their own as a live act. As regulars on the happening New York live scene, they were a good choice to appear on the bill with The Clash and Grandmaster Flash. Renee says, That was at Bonds. It was famous because the fire marshals used to come in the whole time and try to shut the place down. The first night we opened the show, the crowd drenched The Clash in beer. It was cool pay, but we didn't want to get drenched because we were just starting and we didn't have money for new instruments. And they left our instruments up there and we were like, save the drums! Thanks to Tony Wilson, ESG also played opening night at the Hacienda in 1982. Renee is adamant that the Factory Records connection was an important milestone. Here's Renee again. I'd like to start this with a quote from Renee Scroggins. The block parties were happening and stuff, and the DJs were playing Moody and UFO, and they didn't even know we made it. Because of the factory label, they thought ESG came from London. They play in it downstairs, and we live in upstairs. Come Away With ESG consists of previously released singles and newer material to make up ESG's first long player. By this time, Moody had been released as a single and also as a 12-inch remix. Both ended up doing well in the clubs. Due to the factory imprint, DJs in the US just assumed ESG were a London-based act. New York City nightclub The Paradise Garage listed the song in its top 50 all-time tracks, as did The Gallery, The Warehouse, The Music Box and The Roxy. It was a significant track within the emerging house music scene and has become an underground dance classic. Come Away With ESG is arguably ESG's best album. Both Kathleen Hanna and Jennifer Harima have cited it as an influence on their work, but you can probably hear shades of ESG and numerous other bands who've echoed their minimalist swagger. It's worth mentioning that as well as hip-hop and house, there was a two-way street of inspiration going on in punk circles too. ESG also came into their own as a live act. As regulars on the happening New York live scene, they were a good choice to appear on the bill with The Clash and Grandmaster Flash. Renee says, That was at Bonds. It was famous because the fire marshals used to come in the whole time and try to shut the place down. The first night we opened the show, the crowd drenched The Clash in beer. 
It was cool pay, but we didn't want to get drenched because we were just starting and we didn't have money for new instruments. And they left our instruments up there and we were like, save the drums! Thanks to Tony Wilson, ESG also played opening night at the Hacienda in 1982. Renee is adamant that the Factory Records connection was an important milestone. Here's Renee again. I mean, people always say 99 put us out and 99 discovered us. Well, Ed was the one who we met at the talent contest, but as far as records, I mean, we were with Ed for pretty much over a year and I kept asking him because I knew he had big records on his label like Bush Tetras. And I was like, when are we gonna do a record? And he'd go, one day, one day. But then we opened for a certain ratio and after the sound check, Tony Wilson comes over to me and he says, how would you like to do a record? And I didn't think he was serious. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. That was Wednesday. Saturday, we were in the studio with Martin Hannett. The first time we came to the UK was in 1982 to open the Hacienda, and it was an experience. It really was. The club wasn't exactly ready, and I remember when we got to soundcheck, all the sawdust was affecting my allergies. And actually, what I just realised, because it was 1982, I was pregnant with my daughter. So I'm up there, and I'm pregnant, and I'm sneezing. As if that wasn't enough to cement ESG's status, dance music legend Larry Levan asked them to play the closing night of Paradise Garage. Renee again. I remember we were playing at the Paradise Garage and I had to have been pretty much eight months pregnant. And I mean, we were rocking. And the guys were like, wow. And I was like, yeah, thank you. My attitude was always that we'd never let being women stop us from doing things. As a matter of fact, after I gave birth to my daughter, three days later, I was on the stage in Pasadena, California, opening for PIL. Highlights on Come Away with ESG include the irresistible dance, the insistent You Make No Sense, the beat, and the percussive groove of Tiny Sticks. But it's fair to say that this is the album where it all works together as a whole. And I guess it's up to you, the listener, to decide which tracks you think are standouts. Thank you.